0: Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm a retired financial advisor. I sold my business back in 2005. Uh, I was one of the largest financial advisors within the Ameriprise system and got basically got away from the business for a while, did some traveling, and then because of some family situations, I got into a YouTube channel back in um, November of 2019. I'm a long-term investor. As a financial advisor, uh, I guess I was a long-term investor, but I I practice diversification. I don't anymore. I basically focus on the future. I I read a lot, and and I read about what the future is going to look like. And I one of my mainstays. If you've been to this. Channel before, you know, I believe in biotech. I believe that as a result of the coronavirus, as a result of expanding technology, the world is going to change. We aren't going to recognize it in f- five years from now. And particularly in the field of, of medicine, of, um, of genome editing, of, um, of protein editing. We're going to take disease out of our lives. And I mean, I mean that. And, and then we're going to monitor our bodies much as our cars are monitored that, that tell us, take, a, take me to the workshop and get me fixed. And that's what our body's going to tell us. And I believe there are some companies that are going to drive that. Well, this morning I saw an interview. With Francis DeSouza. And I, I said, boy, I wish I could interview Francis DeSouza. He's the CEO of Illumina. Illumina is one of my substantial holdings. And that's because they're into genome sequencing. And they've got some, uh, they've had a wonderful quarter. I'm up 10% on it this morning. And, and I understand why. I know why. Because they aren't just sitting on their hands and, and doing genome sequence. They're going for, for the bigger game. Uh, They want to make our lives better. So I've engineered a video uh, as if how I would have interviewed Francis rather than the host uh, at CNBC, and I want to share it with you. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's important that you understand what these people are doing. I I want the words genome sequencing in in your vocabulary. I want... I want you to be thinking about CRISPR. I want you to th- be thinking about lifespan. That is, that there are people today alive that are going to be live to 150. And if this goes like I think it is, there are people alive today who will live to be 1,500 years old. And I mean that seriously, because it's going to change that dramatically. And this interview that I'm going to share that I'm going to do with Francis is going to open your eyes up to some things that are happening that I, I, I discuss this with people and and, and that are in investing my, my investment committee, and they say, "Well Carry, everybody knows that. And I say, no, they don't. Uh, go go look at how many views. These videos on Illumina and 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 CRISPR, C and you might see that oh they've got uh, fifty thousand views. Well, they divide that by the world's population, and you will realize that not many people know what's going on. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to become a, a smart investor into the future, and you can do that by becoming a a uh, member of the my tribe, Best of Us Investors, and you can learn more of that at bestofusinvestors.com. Okay, let me put together my thoughts. Let me get Francis sit sat down so I can interview him, and let me share this with you.
1: Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier.
0: Francis, I recognize that you're the dominant player in the genome sequencing uh, arena, but we just came from a, a pandemic, and you had a uh, outstanding first quarter. What would you attribute that to in your core business, and did you get any benefit from sequencing relevant to the coronavirus?
1: Yeah, so yesterday we announced a uh, really strong Q1 results that Exceeded even our expectations. Coming into the year, we knew we had momentum, and we talked about the fact that in the second half of last year, our revenues had grown 17% compared to the first half of the year. And so we talked about the fact that we were coming in with some some really strong momentum. But the Q1 results were were stronger than even we expected. We reported revenues of a uh, billion 85 million, which were up 26% year over year. Um, and we talked about the fact that going into the rest of the year, we were seeing really strong indicators. So our, our orders coming in in the quarter were at record levels of 1.4 billion, so the highest order quarter we've ever had. And then one of the other early indicators is the purchasing of our sequencing instruments, which was up 120% year over year. And so we're walking into the rest of the year uh, with, with a lot of tailwinds. And I think you know a number of things are causing us then to say, look, we're going to raise our guide for the year, and at the beginning of the year, we said we expected revenue growth this year of 17 to 20%. And given the strength we're seeing in Q1, we've now raised the revenue guide for the year to be between 25 and 28% revenue growth this year compared to last year.
0: Francis, I've recognized from some time that you are the dominant player in the genome sequencing business, as some have deserted you. I have not. But I'm still a little bit perplexed as to How you put in such a a sterling quarter uh, in light of the pandemic and uh, the basic change of your core business. You've gotten a lot of competition in the past. Can you explain that to me? The
1: biggest part of the beat was the strength in the core business. So I'll talk about some of the dynamics that are driving the strength in the core business. But as you point out, another thing that showed up in Q1 was the demand from customers that are doing COVID surveillance. So I'll talk about that a little bit as well. In terms of the core business, what's playing out is we're seeing our customers, both on the research side, as well as on the on the clinical side, you know, go back to work. And activities, as You pointed out, their activity is back to and in some cases ahead of where they were pre-pandemic. And what's driving that are a few things. First of all, you know, patients are going back into the clinic. And so you're seeing expectant mothers do more non-invasive prenatal testing. You're seeing cancer patients go back in to find the right therapies uh, for their cancer. And you're seeing genetic disease patients go back in to get diagnosed. Now, what's driving that demand is not just that people are going back from the pandemic, but also Over the last year, so in 2020, we did a lot of work with the insurance companies to increase access uh, through expanded reimbursement. And so in 2020, we saw increases in reimbursement for non-invasive prenatal testing. We saw a very dramatic increase in reimbursement for genetic disease testing. And we also saw increase in reimbursement in the US for uh, cancer testing for therapy selection. And so A lot of that is starting to play out in Q1. And because there's increased access, patients are able to get more testing that they need. The other thing that's playing out is Mm. in Q3 of last year, we introduced some technology into the market that lowered the cost of sequencing. And so now you're able to see customers that are able to access a $600 genome. And the reason we continue to lower the cost of sequencing is we believe as a business that by democratizing access to sequencing, but continuing to drive the cost of sequencing down, we'll expand the market. And that's been, that's been true for the last 15 years. When we first got into sequencing 15 years ago, the cost of doing a genome for a customer was $150,000 with our first sequencer.
0: Francis, I became aware of a FTC block on you bringing grail back in under your fold. And the as I understand it, the issue is they feel you are too dominant in the industry. And as a result, you will be able to hold the price up on testing if you should bring in grail. Explain to me also why you feel it's important that the grail test become part of your arsenal and how it relates to Um, the uh, genome testing that you're doing now. See,
1: if you look at our history, our business strategy has been to drive prices down and increase access to genomic testing to patients. This is a very important test. There are about 10 million people a year that die of cancer every year, 600,000 in the U.S. alone. The GRAIL test is is really a breakthrough test and will be the first over time of many. What the GRAIL test does is it identifies 50 types of cancers 45 of which have no other screen, and can identify them across stages. And we know for a fact that if you identify cancers early, you have a higher chance of survival. By doing this acquisition, we can accelerate patient access to that test, and also drive accelerated reimbursement. And so the underserved communities especially, will be able to get access to the test more quickly. That'll save tens of thousands of lives a year, we believe. It'll also lower billions of dollars in healthcare costs from the healthcare system. And by increasing reimbursement, it's pro competitive because it benefits everybody, not just Grail. And so those are the points we're looking forward to making.
0: That was my engineered uh, interview with uh, Francis D'Souza, uh, the CEO of Illumina. I have believe very strongly they control 90% of the sequencing business, but I also have an equal holding in dollar amount um, in Pacific Bioscience because I am just a strong believer in this technology that through the use of genome sequencing and, and CRISPR, we're going to change the world, not we're, they're going to change the world. I'm also interested in this uh um, bringing grail as I understood it they actually de- developed grail and then spun them off into an independent company and now they're trying to bring them in and the FTC is saying no you're becoming too dominant a player and as as Francis explained, that's nonsense. Um, they have been bringing the price of sequencing down year over year, and who's, why shouldn't we believe, in fact, that they'll do the same for GRAIL? And we need this because this is specifically testing for cancers, and we lose one, what is it, 1,632 people per day here in the United States. For cancer, this this is something we have to do. Um, and if there's anybody from the FTC listing, get out of these people's way and let them let them cure cancer for us. So that's my take on um, on alumina. I'm a strong believer in it. Uh I believe that genome sequencing and biotech is going to lead us into a world that we just won't recognize in the future. And think about this. These people are not working on electric vehicles. They're not working on flying cars or or anything of this. They're working on saving our life. I I keep going back to the things that that I that I read uh, this being Lifespan, um, this one over here being about the um, cracking of uh, the, the, the genome and, and CRISPR and how it's going to change the world. These, these are the companies that I want to own. These are the companies that I want my money actually helping them. Um, and and there, that's an interesting uh, take on it. I've got some money. Uh, I want to make this a better world. And in doing that, I want to invest in companies that are going to work towards my objective and your objective, and that is making this a better world to live in. And I think Illumina is one of them, and, and I certainly hope that the FTC steps aside and allows them to make my life better. So that's my take on Illumina. I, I'm, I've got about uh, 35,000 in it. I've got about 35,000 in Pacific Bio. Uh, I've got an equal amount probably in CRISPR and edits. This is the thing that I think is going to be the 1,000x. If, if electric vehicles uh, in, are going to increase 100x, this is going to be a 1000x. As, as um, Walter Isaacson said, uh, this is 100 times bigger than the digital economy, and is a big part of it. If you don't own it, uh, I suggest you do. And if you want more videos like this, um, t- hit the subscribe button, ring the bell so that you're notified, and uh, share this video with your friends and your neighbors. And I I wholeheartedly invite you to join our tribe, our community. Uh, That's Best of Us Investors. You can go down here and um, go to bestofusinvestors.com. Give me your name, give me your email address, and I'll send you a link to our Discord where we're trying to build a group of people who want to do three basic things. Make good financial investment decisions, and I think Illumina is one of them. Number two, keep more of what you make by understanding our tax code so that you uh, only pay the taxes that you're required to pay. And number three, to build family wealth, to make a difference in your family's life, in your uh, children, in your grandchildren's life. And I think Illumina is one of those things. And that's what we work at here at Best of Us Investors. Come join us, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.